0: Welcome to the December 14th, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com daily podcast. We cover the biggest stories in Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency every single day, no matter how low the price gets of Bitcoin. This is your host, Space Marine, live from my space station with my space wife. Say hello. Hiya. Yeah. All right. Jumping right into the market analysis. Bitcoin is reaching new lows for 2018 right now. It's at 3140 and dropping on Bitstamp. It looks like the low for the year was set like a few minutes ago. At 3135 and 90 cents on Bitstamp. Oh now it's at 31.39. It's coming back down to that 2018 low. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna agonize over every dollar this is dropping. But it is definitely dropping right now. And they used to say that the Christmas season. Made Bitcoin go up. I think that was a misanalysis. It was just like kind of a correlation and not a causation. Because when you think about it, if people are actually using Bitcoin as a currency and buying Christmas gifts with it, and they're highly likely to do that this year because it's been dropping and dropping and dropping. And anyone that can actually extrapolate the trend, without thinking, oh, it's going to rally to twenty five thousand or something. <laughs> like anyone that wants to extrapolate the trend would be like, okay, it's going to drop more. I might as well just buy some Christmas gifts like now. So um, let's say people actually are using this to buy holiday gifts then they would send it to the merchant for their gift, like their new yellow Lambo, and the merchant would sell it for cash, and that would cause the market to drop. So believe it or not, they said Christmas would help Bitcoin. It might actually just drop, like because first off, the market's already pretty hurt and wrecked, and then it's gonna add just enough selling pressure. There's no more support bottom. Apparent, we're not near it yet. There's a support bottom somewhere. The support level for Bitcoin, is actually the point at which uh the the fundamental demand is for its use as a currency and there's lots of people using bitcoin as a currency more so than ever before the adoption has only been increasing actually for use as a currency but that support level is probably below a thousand dollars so there's no support level here where we are now because this whole price was created from investment speculation that you know bitcoin would overtake the world when fiat collapses that's all true still gonna happen but uh you know we lock we have these CME Bitcoin futures markets now and they're absolutely gutting out every dollar above the fundamental support level eventually that fundamental support level for spot bitcoins will be reached or maybe it'll stop above that if we get lucky somehow but really Globex controls the CME Bitcoin futures and Globex has a propensity and a talent for suppressing the price of any major asset class because there's tremendous amounts of short selling, plus they somehow just have a really strong control over the global markets, period. Like the CME Bitcoin Futures are on the same network that knows how to control any asset class. And I'm doing more research into this. There's something to it. Definitely, but I gotta find the exact reasons to come back to you with it. But yeah, I'm not gonna get stuck on this. So right now we're at thirty-one thirty seven. Yeah, it's going down. Way down to funky town. Alright, so the Bitcoin market cap is at below 56 billion it might be more like 55 billion right now it's been losing a lot and then the total cryptocurrency market cap is actually around 101 billion probably in reality 100 billion or less because the market cap tends to be inflated due to all these like coins having way higher market cap than they should the liquidity of a lot of the coins that have market caps on coin market cap is very low like sometimes you see like a coin with a 10 million dollar markup that has like a thousand dollars of daily trading volume so like literally if someone sold like a hundred thousand dollars of it to redeem 10 percent of the market cap it would actually go to zero and that they would redeem 100 percent of the market cap so you got to watch those uh, 24-hour trading volumes just to pers- for some perspective bitcoin has usually around five billion dollars of daily trading volume and uh no coin competes with that. Like, Tether is number two, actually, in volume. It is almost $3 billion on a daily basis. Ethereum is number three, and it's at, like, one, one and a half, $2 billion per day of daily trading volume. So, yeah, let's continue with this market analysis. So, we have XRP Ripple, which is not a cryptocurrency. It's really a centralized ledger system. It's at $11.7 billion. It's losing more than Bitcoin today, and I'm not very happy to see it at number two. It, like they should actually put like a bunch of stars and flags and highlight it in red if they're gonna put it on this list, because it it was not a cryptocurrency from the very beginning. It's so centralized. There's 59 billion Ripple in the control of Ripple Labs, while 41 billion Ripple is in circulation, and all that 41 billion Ripple that's in circulation was actually sold by Ripple Labs. It's quite a security, and it's not even really a cryptocurrency. But I'm not I'm not gonna go too deep into that. I believe I did them the past show or two or three already, so. Yeah, Ripple's going down. Ethereum is below $84. It's around $83, $8.5 billion market cap. Ethereum has some tough times ahead. And uh, so the Constantinople fork is coming in a month. And the miners and the developers are about to go at war with each other. It's probably already starting now. Like, I'm not inside the Ethereum community, so I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I know I already analyzed what would happen it's going to start coming to the top bubbling to the top and everyone's going to see what's happening real soon like they're probably trying to talk it out right now before they start launching bombs at each other but yeah once they the talks end we're going to see it happen like all over the crypto space it'll be the number one news and the bitmex traders like ethereum's listed on bitmex as a derivatives and they could short it 100x so if there's any bad news of ethereum like there is right now the bitmex traders will short sell at 100x and the market will go down more than it should, really. So, like any sign of blood, so like we're not even seeing like publicly any war going on yet, maybe just a little bit of it. But in less than a month, in the next month, it's going to really intensify to full scale. And BitMEX will be short selling the whole time. So, Ethereum is at eight and a half billion dollar market cap right now, and that's a lot lower than it was. Ethereum's price is like eighty three dollars, like I said it was fourteen hundred dollars in January less than a year ago like 11 months ago I guess so it's already a lot lower than it was and this might be a lot higher than it's going to be that's what I gotta say about it tether is a parody congratulations tether yeah you're stable okay so then the other stable coins USD coin is at a dollar and two cents not stable thumbs down true USD dollar and two cents Not stable. By the way, their market caps have both increased to over $200 million. So true USD and USD coin are gaining traction, even as Tether has returned mostly to parity. Interestingly enough. And I think they're above parity because the demand for them is higher than something. Like, people just want to buy it so quick they're willing to pay a little extra. I guess that's what it means. And um, that's not good, though. They should not be above parity like that. They should actually just release more supply to to, uh, account for that demand. They should like they're centralized companies. They can handle that. Maybe they're just letting it go above a dollar, because they want to let it go above a dollar briefly to make some more money. So Paxos Standard is at a dollar and one cent. Not stable. The only one stable today is Tether, I guess. Even though it's not stable, the past two months have been awful for Tether. So I'm not gonna say it's really that stable. All right. So then we got Stellar, the copy and paste Ripple. Once Jed McCaleb left the company, and uh, it's down ten percent today. Tether has overtaken Stellar on the rankings. Stellar's down back to number five. Stellar used to be way lower on the rankings, too. It crawled all the way up, and now it's... You know, I'm not saying it's going to crawl all the way down. All the cryptos are going down so quickly, I have no idea. Because Stellar's not in, like, a particularly bad spot to keep being a top crypto. If Ripple's number two, why not Stellar be number two? It's like, they're about the same. All right, so then EOS is down 4% today. It's nearing its 2018 lows. It's not at them. So Bitcoin is at its 2018 lows. But EOS is not. EOS was as low as one and a half billion when it went down like thirty percent in a day, but now it's it's heading towards that level in a more general and more consistent and slow way. So next time when it hits, assuming the bear market continues, I think EOS will just pass through that one and a half billion dollar level and keep going down. It's been absolutely shedding market cap like insanely since it went on its on blockchain. It was over ten billion dollars. Now it's it's nearing one and a half billion, and uh, Bitcoin Cash has been having an absolutely awful day so this is bitcoin cash abc but they called it bitcoin cash after there was a mining war and they manipulated the hash rate and they made it look like they had the longest chain so then everyone called them bitcoin cash and it was all kind of like a setup and then they centralized the protocol i'm not talking about that too much today. doesn't that sum it up you can look it up once i say that Just go go on bitcoin News and look it up i think i talked about it here all right so Bitcoin Cash is at $78, it's low, real low, and uh, $1.35 billion market cap. Bitcoin Cash is about to be passed by Litecoin, it could happen at any moment. I forecasted this like a day or two ago, it's already happening, I think it was only one day ago when I made that forecast. And then Litecoin is right there at the same market cap as Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin's a lot better than Bitcoin Cash. I'm not going to pull my punches on that one. Litecoin's a nice major cryptocurrency. It's decentralized, and it has no crazy manipulation going on. I think Litecoin's obviously going to be a survivor versus Bitcoin Cash long-term. In fact, Bitcoin Cash had a nice position as a major cryptocurrency. It was over $600, even after a ton of drops during 2018. It was still at $600, and then they did this fork and this war, and it looks really bad. It ended up in some really bad stuff, like Bitcoin Cash being centralized and Bitcoin SV, like, you know, being at war with Bitcoin Cash, because Bitcoin SV is the other fork of Bitcoin Cash. They're at $70. The so Bitcoin SV is at $70, $1.2 billion market cap. I don't think it's going to be very long from now until both versions of Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin Cash, and Bitcoin SV fall below a billion dollar market cap. I don't think that's very long from now. And then they can go ahead and compete with Bitcoin Gold or Bitcoin Diamond after that. Or Bitcoin Private, even. Alright, so heading down the list some more. Monero is doing awful. $39. Monero is always going to be good for the, the dark net low and privacy reasons. If you really want to hide your money and launder it. And I guess I shouldn't say that, but that's true. I mean, what else is it designed for? It's a privacy coin where it hides all your transaction data. I never had a use for it, but that, and that's exactly what's going on. So I'm a diehard cryptocurrency person, but even I don't have a use for Monero. It's like you have to really need to keep your stuff private to even look into Monero. And that's, so it's market cap was too high based on speculation that everyone would adopt it. I think people actually prefer Bitcoin because Monero is like a little more confusing since you can't see any of the transaction data in the Block Explorer. So that makes things more confusing when you're doing business and not compliant at all or anything. It's not even just compliance, it's like, hey, I can't even like see my transactions in the ledger, which totally is not fun. So that's what happens. And it's a $39, $650 million market. That all being said, Monero will be a major cryptocurrency long term. There's a need for a privacy coin. So, and it's not just for laundering money. Like, let's say you're in a country that's, like, totalitarian, like, probably, like, China, maybe even America. Then you get to hide your money in Monero, protect it from the government that's trying to steal your money. So, I don't want to get too political or anything, but just assume any totalitarian nation that you think is totalitarian personally, Monero would be good there. You know you don't have to take my opinions on who's totalitarian and not just think about like whatever country you think is totalitarian that's where monero would be useful okay so dash is also it's not quite as private but it's extremely anonymous still and dash is becoming very popular in venezuela we talked about how church's chicken in venezuela a major chicken chain has adopted dash but it's still going down a lot but it's not going down as much as the other cryptos and start going to get it's going to start getting a real user base in venezuela Because I think this is the one that's going to be adopted. Why Dash and not Bitcoin? Well, Bitcoin will be adopted too in Venezuela. It already is. But Dash is just better for hiding from the Venezuelan government who is desperate for money. And, like, they're not acting like they're going to do it now. But they're probably going to try to ban cryptocurrency and seize people's money and stuff. Like, that happens in a collapsing country. It is an absolute fact at this point that the Venezuelan sovereign boulevard, their fiat currency, will collapse this year. Really soon. It's happening already. It's totally, like, near a million percent inflation per year, which is just totally unsustainable. We're talking, like, that's, like, the inflation rate of the Reichmark in World War II when Germany was completely collapsing sort of stuff. You know, and they're not even in World War II or anything. They're just, like, have a bad economic policy. And, like I said on the last show, Venezuela is fixing to become a cryptocurrency utopia. I can keep going down the list, and guess what I find down there at number 21? Dogecoin! Much wow, such stable. It's actually up 0.07% today. So we have blood on the streets in the crypto space. Dogecoin is up today. It's near our 240 million dollar market cap. Actually, it was at 250 million before, but it's been very, very stable. It's not really reacting the way the rest of the market is because Dogecoin might already be near its fundamental support level. It's at a realistic level of 240, 250 million dollars, and there's not much speculation to chop off of it. To be honest. And that's about it. So, and like I said, okay, here's Bitcoin gold. It's below $200 million. Bitcoin gold, I would have to call it a shitcoin because it's not secure. Like, it could be easily 51% attack. But I think one day, Bitcoin Cash will have to compete with Bitcoin gold. All right, now, on to our first story of the day. So, Thomas Lee says Bitcoin's fair market value is near uh, like $13,800 or $14,800. Some backstory, and I kind of referenced this sarcastically early in the show maybe. Like he said Bitcoin's going to be $25,000 by the end of 2018. That's like two weeks from now. It's not going to be $25,000. That's an awful forecast. I mean, I can't say... Well, it was an awful forecast, but I can't say he was wrong for making it. He just didn't understand the market situation, how CME uh, controls the market. Now, the Bitcoin futures that are run by Globex on CME is absolutely suppressing the market the same way the gold market is suppressed by Comex. Which is also on Globex. I don't think Thomas Lee took that into account. So Thomas Lee is from Funstrat, like a, and he's he's a well-respected cryptocurrency and Bitcoin trader, and his price forecast was twenty-five thousand dollars, and he's saying his latest statement is that Bitcoin is way under its fair market value, and he calculates the fair market value based on like the usage of Bitcoin, the number of active addresses. And also the supply that's being held, which can be like kind of seen through audits of like the other hedge funds and also Satoshi's Bitcoins. And you can actually see how many Bitcoins are now moving based on blockchain data. So he, he put all that together in an undisclosed equation. And he says the fair market value for Bitcoin is 13800 to 14800 So we'll say like around 15000 He says Bitcoin should be around $15,000 or $14,000. Well, he's probably right. If there was an overt and highly coordinated top-level market manipulation in the Bitcoin market, it probably would be over ten thousand dollars per Bitcoin at least. Maybe at twenty-five thousand. Maybe he would have verified. It might even be at a hundred thousand. But literally, like, there's so much short short-selling pressure and downward pressure from the Bitcoin futures on CME, and that has caused a whole cascade of effects beyond that because the market went down so much. A ton of companies are collapsing, and it's just having a cascade effect and. Yeah, he's probably right that, you know, Bitcoin's way lower than it should be, but that's not going to change what it is. Basically, Bitcoin's spot price has decoupled from reality. That's the story here. And Thomas Lee is saying that in other words. And then they asked him, oh, can you make another price forecast? And he's like, I'm done making price forecasts. And he's smart now with that. An old weatherman saying is, do not make a forecast unless you have to. And Thomas Lee is finally acting like a real old, veteran weather, weatherman. So, that's the way to go. Remember that, guys. Do not make a forecast unless you have to. And, okay, yeah, I just remember John McAfee. He made the forecast that Bitcoin's going to hit a million dollars by, like, is it next year, I guess? By the end of next year. So he has one more year to verify for one million dollar Bitcoins. That's not happening either, obviously. Like, if he was to be right, Bitcoin would have to be, like, approaching... Something like a quarter million dollars right now per Bitcoin. That's where he thought it would be right now. So, and he says he was going to chop off his uh, most important part of his body if and eat it on national TV. If he was wrong, well, I hope he doesn't fulfill that bet, and I hope like you know someone talks him out of it because I don't even want to see that anymore. That sounds awful. But yeah, anyways, John McAfee should learn that too, and maybe he is learning that. In fact, this is a good humbling experience for all the crypto traders and crypto influencers and people just don't make forecasts like everyone was kind of making forecasts to try to hype it up because they thought oh i have a lot of people following me and they'll start buying bitcoin and i'll make the market go up and i'll make money that's probably they were thinking like because you know thomas lee runs a hedge fund he has investors john McAfee just bought up a whole bunch of bitcoin on his own and is trying to motivate everyone to buy and then when everyone's selling he's trying to tell them to stop selling like it was really kind of sad to watch that last time like he was trying to say come on guys everything will be okay just trust me and, you know, but anyways, so, yeah, they thought that, you know, by putting up a ridiculously high price forecast, it's like fake it till you make it. Well, it didn't work. So I think they're going to stop making price forecasts because it's, it just looks bad. And then, you know, it makes them look like they don't know what they're talking about. And I don't blame them. Maybe I would have made such a bad forecast before I understood that the entire Bitcoin market being suppressed by CME Globex Bitcoin futures. All right, that's all we have for you today on this December 14th, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com Daily Podcast. Come back tomorrow for another exciting episode and go to BitcoinNews.com 24-7 for the full spectrum on Bitcoin, blockchain, and crypto analysis. This is your host, Space Marine, signing out. Gonna stay on my space station. It's safe in here because there's a whole lot of weird-looking aliens out the window. Adios, amigos.